Sal Licata. Solo Sal taking on 9 o'clock here in the Sports Zone. Pete will be back with you tomorrow. We'll have the three-hour shows for you tomorrow and Friday leading up to the Mets and Diamondbacks in Arizona. So we'll have some fun with that. For now, it's just me and you for another hour here. And we will have a pair of Mets tickets to give away. I want to start this hour as I am not ready. I don't know what's wrong with me. Honestly, I need to... Maybe I should go to the doctors and check myself out. I am not ready to wave the white flag and give up on this season just yet. I want to start this hour with a positive phone call. Anthony in Mayapak, you agree that they're not buried yet, right, Ann? They are not buried yet, Sal. Thank you for taking my call, by the way. I love you. My favorite favorite Mets writer, favorite Mets most positive person, SMY. You're the best. If I could sit down for an hour and talk to someone about baseball, it would be you. Thank you, Anthony. Um, I appreciate it. I just want I just want to hear you know in all in in reality you know I got two questions one just to because Pete left Aaron Boone and Joe Girardi you could put a three month old kid behind the dugout and coach that team it's American League baseball we see you don't really got to manage much and you you can put Judge Stanton Torres all these guys on a team you don't got to manage much right agreed much to manage second uh, I think Callaway gets a tough rap here um, you know he is a first year manager and. Um, I don't think the Mets are done. You know, say the Nats lose tonight, they'll be, what, uh, seven and a half out of the wild card. Well, more than that, Anthony, forget about looking up in the standings. They need to get to 500. They're eight games yeah, under 500. Exactly. And that's, that should be the focus right now. Yeah, and we got to start winning games. And we did well against Arizona last time. We swept them. And uh, I, I just think that Callaway needs to show a little fire. Um, they, 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 they look like they don't want to play. And that, you know, as a season ticket holder, that's frustrating when you see a team go out there and don't want to play. When you see a team come in like the Yankees to our stadium, and it felt like I was at a road game. And I know it's close. That's horrible. But, I mean, it was horrible. It was horrible sitting there. Jose Reyes can't touch the damn bag. I mean, something's got to give here. Someone's got to get hot, right? I mean, Cespedes, who knows how far away he is, but we can't wait on Cespedes. No, at some point, they got they got to do something, Anthony. I mean, they got to do something. To your point, and thank you for the call, and, and thank you for the kind words. Appreciate it. Please give us a call back uh, sometime soon. At some point, you think it's going to turn around with Conforto or with Bruce or the lineup in general that some guys by accident are going to run into some base hits. I mean, by accident. They're going to score some runs. They, they have been so inept. They've been historically inept. It is hard to be as awful as the Mets have been at hitting the baseball this season. It's hard. It is hard to lose baseball games the way that they have lost them, the way Jacob DeGrom pitches. It, it's almost impossible to do. It's historic, as a matter of fact. The numbers say it is historic. You would think that's going to change. I don't think it's an issue where the Mets don't want to play. I do think it's an issue where the Mets are not having fun, they do not have confidence, and they are expecting to lose. Those are big problems. you got to have a better attitude than that. Hard to do when you're losing the way that they are, but they have to change it around. They have to change the attitude around. Is this Juan or, or John here? It says John on the on the phone, and then it says Juan on the screen. Uh, Juan, are you Juan in the Bronx? Uh, what, John? I'm sorry. Is this John in the Bronx? Juan? I, I don't know what it is, but unfortunately, we had to hang up. I it's, it says one thing on this screen, says another thing uh, on that screen. This name I know for sure. Naf and Lawrence. Naf, you want to trade the pitchers? Sal. 
I love the Mets more than everyone else. I'm going to stay with the Mets if they're going to stay the same team this year. I'm going to stay with them until the end. But listen to me. In the last 15 years, we have the biggest opportunity to build a dynasty of the Mets. We can trade the pitchers and get from each team that we trade them between the Mariners, the Cubs, the Yankees, the Red Sox, even the Dodgers, we can get the highly nine prospects for three pitchers, including the closer. One of the three is the closer. Uh, because they don't want to be in a playoff game, one game playoff. Yeah, but, but Naf, Naf uh, how, why would you get to trade DeGrom or Syndergaard? I will trade DeGrom if I get four prospects that playing today and every Mets fan want them on the team. You know the names. Either from the Yankees, either from the Red Sox, either from the Mariners. Those teams don't want to go to one playoff game. You know, they don't want to finish. I, I'm, not saying, want... I'm not saying that they wouldn't want DeGrom. I'm saying why would you trade DeGrom for unknown? What, you think Labor Torres is a surefire Hall of Famer after two unknown. months? That's not true. It's not unknown. It's known very good. If you look at the Yankees, because we are in New York, we know only the Yankees. We don't know the Mariners, the Dodgers. They have excellent prospects playing today on the field. Right, but enough. Why would you want prospects for a, the, one of the best pitchers in baseball? You don't know if prospects are going to turn out. Hey, hey. You want to you wanna give you an example for the ground, what we can get from yeah, the Yankees? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You saw the pitcher that we uh, hit on them three runs on Saturday night, I think. Then he turned and he hit us for six innings himself, a young prospect from the Yankees. What is his name? He's 21 years old. Herman? Domingo Herman? Yes. Yes, sir. So that's what we're going to get. That's first one. Then we're going to get three more of their top prospects if they want the gram. If they don't want, we go to the Red Sox. Uh, yeah, enough. I get you what you're saying. Yeah, enough. That's too much. You get, look, I'm not giving up Jacob DeGrom, and thank you for the call. I'm not doing it. I don't want, for what, Domingo, Herman, Miguel? They would have to, first of all, I'm not doing it under any circumstance, but I wouldn't even entertain it without the idea of Andujar, Torres, and maybe one of the other studs. I'm not doing it. Because then what happens? Okay, well, you build a juggernaut offensively, but who's pitching? I'd rather build around DeGrom and Syndergaard and move others in the starting rotation. You could get something. Now, I wouldn't want to deal Seth Lugo, but I would for balance. I definitely would deal Zach Wheeler. I'd want to deal Zach Wheeler while his val- while he has some value. Those are the guys you should look to trade. Potentially Mats. Based on value, based on what you're getting back, what the best deal is. I'm not trading the top two. You build around those two. I don't think you'll ever get a fair deal. I think the Mets should get two players. Those are the guys I want. I want to trade for Real Muto, and I want to sign Manny Machado in the offseason, and Ray in Waterbury agrees. Absolutely, Sal. Everybody's available for Real Muto except for the Grom and Syndergaard. Agreed. I don't care if Rosario, he can go from Florida, anybody but them two. So you bring him in, and hopefully, you know, you got... Bruce and, and uh, Cespedes on their contract. Hopefully, they wind up being healthy next year, 
and you add Machado. And that's plenty of offense and good pitching. Yeah, and that's a balance, and thanks for the call, right? Now, I get that this sounds so far-fetched and so unrealistic. It really is not. It's actually pretty simple. The Mets have what it takes to go get Real Muto. Real Muto is is going to be made available by the Marlins, if he's not available already. Okay, we heard about the rumors in the offseason. It's been ongoing throughout the course of the season. Other teams have inquired. Real Muto, in all likelihood, will be dealt. So he is available. That's step one. Step two, do you have what the Marlins want? And I think the Mets could come up with a package better than another team, or, or at least good enough on par, to where they could give a balance with a young, controllable arm. Maybe a guy like Brandon Nimmo. You want Rosario instead? That's fine, too. You want to throw in Dom Smith? I'm fine with that. I mean, I don't want to go any further with Kevin Ploiecki, who probably doesn't have any value. We know Smith and Ploiecki, they don't have great value, but you get the gist. It would be pat- it would be centered around, let's say, Seth Lugo or Ahmed Rosario. Or you, co- you combine Nimmo and Wheeler and something else. But they can do it. And then getting Machado is very simple. All you have to do is give the guy the most money. The Mets haven't done that in a long time. They spent money this offseason. They spent a lot of money. We said that they had to with money coming off the books, and you give them credit for that. They did spend. They just spent on quantity. I want quality. Joe in Hawthorne. Joe, uh, I don't know if I can answer this question for you. Joe wants to know uh, why he should be a Mets fan still. Joe, I'm not sure I could help you out with that. (laughs) So. So I don't want to talk about next season. I want to talk about two-thirds of the season left. Okay? I don't want to trade Wheeler necessarily. The Grub and Syndicate are untouchable. As far as I'm concerned, you only trade them. you got to get uh, five, six major leaguers, proven major leaguers, no prospects. Prospects is baloney. Uh, who pans out? Um, I don't want to know about a high school guy that's got to go through uh, 12 divisions of minor league baseball to blow his arm out, break his back. I don't. I, that's not it. These are two proven major leaguers. We get major leaguers back for them. That's what we get back for them. If you can't give me major leaguers, then I'm sorry. I don't trade them. That's number one. Number two, uh, Michael Conforto is the guy that's got to get traded. Because Michael Conforto, what you see is what you got, and there ain't nothing to see. Nimmo's the guy you keep. Because Nimmo, he's a leadoff man. He can get on. He got the double last night, okay? Because he knows baseball, and he's only getting better. They got some prejudice against him. They don't want to play him. Well, no, he's and been in there every day. Joe, he's been playing. Yeah. He's been playing every day, batting third, yeah, for goodness sake. But he labeled fourth outfielder, fifth outfielder, nonsense. You think you think he's better than Conforto? I give you familiar Conforto and Wheeler for Real Muto. Yeah, I think that gets it done. I think that gets it done, and thank you for the call, Joe. I think that's probably too much. I think that's probably too much. Now, I loved Michael Conforto more than anybody else. Uh, I'm very down on Conforto. I think he's killing the team this year. I would be hesitant to give up on Conforto. And I would also be hesitant to say that Nimmo is better than Conforto. But I would at least be open to the idea. 
I would be open to the idea, as opposed to years past, where I would not trade him under any circumstance. More of your calls ahead, 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. Uh, whether it's on Mickey Calloway, the state of the Mets, whatever it is that's on your mind, we'll get to it all before we say goodbye at 9 o'clock. We will also get to a pair of tickets that we have to give away, Mets and the Washington Nationals, so stay tuned for that. It's the Sports Zone. Sal Licata filling in for Pete McCarthy, the voice of New York, 710 WOR. On for details. You're in the WOR Sports Zone. In for Pete, here's Sal Licata. 800-321-0710. Another half hour or so in the Sports Zone. Get back to your calls here. John is in Howard Beach. John, you don't want to trade you on a Cespedes, do you? Well, I was just thinking about this. I mean, he's a good player, but he can't stay on the field. But medically, there's something wrong with his legs. I mean, he's been having his trouble. And, uh... If he's going to keep getting hurt like that, he's really, you know. Well, let me ask you this, John. I can understand why. Value, you know. I can. Well, you just nailed it. You just took the words out of my mouth. I can understand if you're frustrated and you want to trade him because he's always injured. He's got no value. What are you going to get for him? I mean, how? Who? Who do you think would take Yoannis Cespedes right now? Well, I thought at the trading deadline, the Mets would probably maybe put him in the American League. You know, somewhere as a DH. Yeah, with the two year, what does he get? Two years after this on his contract for about thirty million a year, something like that. Maybe a little less than thirty. Million. I forget the exact numbers. But and I'd like to ask you another question. What do you, you know, you know, because I, it's been on my mind. I'm an older guy. I'm seventy five years old. I saw a lot of brutal Met teams. Believe me, in my time. <laughs> what I think it's time for the DH to come to the National League. Yeah, are you a purist? What do you think about that. Are you a purist, John, at heart? Yes, I always was. But now you see these pitchers getting hurt. I mean. You know, the prices they charge at the ballpark, who wants to see a pitcher get up and not swing at the ball or strike out? You know, you want to see a bona fide hitter. Yeah, John, I'm with you now. You've been a purist a lot longer. Man, I don't want to see see no... No, uh, no old guy, thirty-seven. Years, I mean, old guy. I'm seventy-five. Right. Old guy, thirty-seven. Strike out. You know. I, I'm with you, and thank you for the call, John. Appreciate it. Um, I, I, I'm with you. You've been a purist a lot longer than I have. I, I, it's time for a change. Enough, enough's enough. I love the traditional National League game, but the way that the sport has evolved, it is just it does not make any sense. There's interleague play every single day. They want to keep pitchers healthy now instead of making them actually, you know, players. Pitchers used to want to hit, want to go up there and perform. No, and it didn't do it effectively, but they used to at least used to be able to put down a sack bunt. Nowadays, guys can't even do that. And with everybody fragile the way that they are, and not to mention, and this is the biggest thing for me, the advantage that the American League has with the luxury of the DH, that they don't have to have their pitchers hit, that they don't have to make decisions on when to take the pitcher out of the game the way that you would in the National League, that they also have that luxury to rest players in a era where guys don't play 160 plus games anymore, you got to rest players. Well, why not rest them at the DH? Still get his four at bats in, and you can rest him or take an aging player and put him there, which makes it easier to go out and sign a guy to say a seven year deal and know that in years five, six, and seven he's going to be your DH as opposed to with Yoannis Cespedes. Well, what the hell are they going to do with him? Are they going to put him at first base? I mean, what's going to happen at the end of his contract? So I do agree with your point that the DH should be universal. As, as much as pains me to say that, as a traditionalist, as a National League fan at heart, it, it it's it's way past due now. It's the, the DH should be universal. Mike is in East Rockaway, and Mike, I think you want to do more than just trade certain players away. Is that right? Well, Sal, Paisan, here's the thing. I'm not 75, I'm 64. Uh, see, just about every game with Dad, rest his soul, he'd be cursing up a storm right now for days. Listen, you touched on it, Sal. 
So many things wrong with this organization. Sandy Alderson, he's gone through some health issues. I feel bad for him. I liked what he's done in the past, but uh, enough is enough. Omar should be on deck, and he is on deck. People cannot hit the ball at the dish. Great pitching performances. You know, DeGrom and Ada, Syndergaard, match coming up. And, and the bullpen is breaking down, you know, like, like I've never seen. But you can't stand at the dish and hit a ball. Forget about comeback late in the innings. Just, you know, win a game once in a while. Score a run. It shouldn't be that hard, Mike. It shouldn't be that I know. I know hitting a baseball is hard. It's hard for you and I. It's not hard for major leaguers. It shouldn't be. Right. So, I played a little college baseball years ago. Whatever. The hardest thing to do in sport, hit a round ball with a round bat. And we are in such a funk. Not for the Yankees, it's not. No way. They're going to play 700 ball for the rest of the season. Let's see what they do in the playoffs. I, I, you know, I like the fact that there's mojo going on in the Bronx. I'm a New York fan, you know. And with the Metropolitans, what can we say that hasn't been said? Uh, injuries, Cespedes, you're not going to get value for them. Uh, you know, the money we spent uh, in the off season, middle of the road players, Gonzalez gone. And here's the fascination. I'll leave you with this out. Uh, I'm listening to the radio. I like to listen to the game on the radio uh, and also watch it on TV. What's the fascination with Jose Reyes? Oh, he had his 15th anniversary. He broke into the majors. Jose, thanks for the memories. And you know what? Sandy, thanks for the memories. But we got to get stuff going on. Yeah. yeah, thanks for the call, Mike. Appreciate it. I can't get past the fact that you said you root for both New York teams. I'm sorry. Everything else after that was a blur to me, Mike. You can't root for both the Mets and the Yankees? Although maybe we should start. Right? You nailed it. Right? I want to be a winner for once. I want to root for a winner. I mean, glad we had the chance to talk to Davey Johnson a couple of weeks ago. That was as close as I got. Tried on Davey's World Series ring, 1986 World Championship. 32 years. I mean, I was just a, a young pup, seven years old. How many of the Yankees had since then? 96, 98, 99, 2000 against the Mets, 2009, 2018. Just once. Once in my adult life, I would like to know what it feels like to root for and watch a team or to watch a team that I root for win a World Series. I don't know if I'll ever get that feeling. Maybe if the Mets make a trade for Real Muto, that could happen. And George and Fresh Meadows might want to make that same deal. What's up, George? Hey, Sal. I'm just going to run with your idea. At first, I didn't like it, but I'm, I'm, I'm falling in line, uh, which means uh, trading from our strength, which means I think we should trade some kind of package for Real Muto and Sterling Castro. That way, the Marlins get rid of uh, you know, one of their higher-priced uh, salaried uh, players, and we give them – I'm willing to give them both, Wheeler and Matt. And I don't – even though Matt is really doing well and – and I hope he does well, but the guy's still injury-prone. The guy's always been injured, so there's no guarantees he'll stay healthy. So we give him Wheeler and Matt, and give him Rosario, and give him Don Smith. <laughs> oh, now, you give, now you're giving too much, George. I do like your idea, though, of Starlin Castro, because then you're, now you're taking on money. And by the way, that's a separate type deal that the Mets should be looking at as well. Look around major leagues and see who's looking to dump some salary, and they could take on a quality player. All they have to do is pay for him. That's another type of move they should be making, but it's an interesting one with Castro and Real Muto. I don't think that they'd go for that, but that is a way where maybe you give up less in process prospects or talent-wise at the major league level if you bring on some of the salary from Sterling Castro. 
Yeah, I was thinking maybe we do some sort of combination. And since we're going to be one picture, one picture short now, starting pitcher, we bring back Big Sexy, who's been successful here and more reliable over the last few years than any of these guys. Now I'll tell you, George. Thanks for the call. I, they now I was with them at the time. First of all, I will admit I never wanted Bartolo Colon here in the first place. I didn't think it made any sense to for a team who wasn't spending any money at the time to go out there and spend on a you know forty year old pitcher when they were built on. The starting rotation, the young guys in the rotation. Remember when they signed Bartolo, it was still all about those five guys. Turned out to be one of the best signings teams ever made. And then they re-signed him, and he was still terrific. And then they didn't want to commit more because they figured he's going to fall off the cliff at some point. But honestly, they've missed him terribly. I mean, they have missed Bartolo Colon terribly. They thought Jason Vargas would be what he was. He's not. Even though Vargas has been... I don't even know. It's decent. That might even be too strong. Even though he's been serviceable, has been somewhat competitive recently, still not the way Bartolo was every fifth day. Bartolo was a machine. Yeah, some days he'd get tattooed, but the guy was a competitor. They do miss Bartolo Cologne. There's something to be said about that. Susan in Brooklyn, you don't want to live through a rebuild, Susan, and I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't. And besides, I work with all Yankee fans, and you are so right, Sal. You cannot root for both teams. You can't. Basically, what I, I Rita Muto, Wheeler can go. Uh, let's see, Wheeler, Conforto. I I had it with Conforto. My patience is wearing thin with Conforto. Uh, I don't know about Pulecki because you do need the backup catcher. So. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, if they get a real catcher, then Mesoraco could be the backup catcher. That's how it should oh, work. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's good. But, like, I mean, like, basically, uh, I got a question. All right, the manager, yeah. the manager I know is here for the year. There's nothing we could do about it. What about the hitting coach? Can't we bring in another hitting coach at this point? Something's got to be done. I agree that something's got to be done, Susan, and thank you for the call. I hate to sig- signal out anybody and call for somebody's job. But they can't just sit on their hands and expect different results. Something's got to be done here. Not just cutting Adrian Gonzalez and Jose Lobatone and bringing up Ty Kelly and Dom Smith. That's not exactly the something I'm talking about. And when you have been as inept as the Mets have offensively, when you have looked as overmatched as they have with the manager, bench coach, things need to be changed. Sometimes things need to be changed. They're not, they're not getting rid of Callaway. So maybe a change in bench coach or hitting coach might be the answer. Might not be the answer, but at least it's something. I think the thing they should be focusing in right right now, and, and I mean like right now, trading for Real Muto. Change the narrative. Bring in a real player, a legit big leaguer, all-star caliber player. Put him behind the dish and go to battle with that. That should be the focus right now. That's where my focus would be. 800-321-0710. More calls before we say goodbye at 9 o'clock. Also have a pair of tickets to give away. Plenty more to do here in the Sports Zone. It's Sal Akata filling in for Pete McCarthy on The Voice of New York, 710 WOR. You're in the WOR Sports Zone. And for Pete, here's Sal Licata. All right, 800-321-0710, the number to call. Stay tuned. We'll give away some tickets in just a little bit. But right now, back to your calls. Joe in Staten Island. You're not trading the pitchers, but then how are you going to improve the team, Joe? All right, Sal, I w- 
the two guys you don't want to get rid of Syngard and uh, DeGron. I agree. I, okay. Lugo, Matt, Wheeler, a couple of the players that are on a team, I don't know who they would want to take. I mean, if you can get one, like the catcher from Miami, fine. Whoever else you can go. But the point is, the Mets, are they willing to spend the money, I know they have, on good quality players? I don't know, but we're going to find out. And, I mean, that that's... See, Joe, you're going to learn, are they willing to spend on a quality player like Machado or not? Now, in all likelihood, they're not going to, but what that, what that would show me is that they're not prioritizing winning. Of course not. You know, they just want to bring, like, second-hand players in. I mean, it's like the Yankees make filet mignon and the Mets will make hamburgers. Yeah, and it's a problem, and enough's enough. I mean, at some point, you got to expect the organization to start winning here. And this was supposed to be the window. You were sold a bill of goods, years of ineptitude in 2011, 12, 13, 14, with mm-hmm. the reward supposed, uh, supposed, excuse me, supposed to be 15, 16, 17, 18. That has not been the case. They came up short in 15. They obviously lost on the wild card in 16. Nothing last year and nothing this year. I mean, I don't know. Like you said, it's a shame that there's no managers out there. Like, I'm sure if you remember the Billy Mons, the Earl Weavers, yeah. the Lou Pinellas, how crazy they were. I'm not saying you got to be like that, but you got to put a spark into this team, something. I mean, just, I don't know what they're going to do. But, Sal, like I said, with you, you saw the 86, you were seven. My sons weren't even born. They think they're never going to see one themselves. Man, they might not, Joe. I hate to break it to you, and thanks for the call. They might not, the way things are looking. I mean, those 32 years of come and gone before you know it you wake up and you know you're 75 or whatever it may be hey i haven't seen the mets win a world series yet we'll always have 86 this was supposed to be the window of consistency they were supposed to be a perennial contender it was perennial i don't know i don't know plants but they were supposed to be a contender year in year out Scott is in Nutley. Scott, um, look, they can't get both Machado and Harper. Hey, Sal, thanks for taking. I've spoken to you a couple times before. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, no, uh, that wasn't the first thing I was going to talk about. But since you mentioned it, no, that's what it says you know, on the screen. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, what is the payroll of this team? It's it's one hundred and fifty million dollars right now, as it stands, or or less. I think it's about middle of the pack, if I'm not mistaken. I probably should look that up, producer Mark. If you get a second, give me the uh, the payroll, uh, you know, rankings in the big leagues right now. I think the Mets are around fifteenth, something like that. So what I don't what I don't understand about the the ownership. Now I'm very disappointed in the ownership of this team. I've been a Mets fan for as long as you've been a Mets fan. I'm 38 years old, mm-hmm. and you know, I know when they had previous ownership, they went after, you know, the, the, the owner, I remember the owner saying to to the manager, uh, go out and get me Mike Piazza. Right. Sign him. Here's a blank check. Well, I mean, where is that attitude with, with these guys? It, it seems like, you know, it's like a, like a clown show. They just want to put on. Well, remember. Come see my ball team. You know, they may get a hit tonight. Remember, Scott, and, and you're right about the hitting, you know, this year. It's been inept. I mean, it's been historically inept. 
But let's remember, this is the same ownership that did go out and spend in 2005, that did go out and spend in 2009, that did go out and spend in, what was it, 2004, right? When they brought, you know, Mo Vaughn and Robbie Allen and all those guys. Was that four or, or two? I, I forget. I'm getting my years mixed up here. But this ownership has spent before, specifically 05 and specifically 09, where they were dipping into the big free agents. And it hasn't been that way in a right. while. It hasn't been that way in a while, which is fine if if you're developing young players that are contributing for you know the the rookie salaries. That's not the case. They're not developing the young position players. So one or the other has to happen, and usually a combination has to happen. You either need to draft and develop these players so they have an impact at the major league level while they're not demanding high salaries, or you have to go out and get quality major league players for a expensive price so then you could build a winner usually it's a combination of both Mets haven't done either and that's why they're here exactly and you know I I think you know if you have a a guy on a team like Cespedes like you said the next two years he's going to make close to 30 million dollars a year what 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 is it to these to the will ponds to go out and spend I don't know what it's going to take to get Machado. Six years? Do you give him six years? He's worth No, he's going to get more than that. Machado will get more than that. He may get 10. He may get more than 10. But I would think 10 years is a good barometer for where Machado, Harper are probably going to be. So 10 years, 35. Why couldn't they do 10 years, 35 million for Machado? I, I don't see why that's, that's, that, that should be doable. That's 350 million, huh? Right? I mean, Did I do that math right? He, Thirty-five million a year. He's yeah. Be a Hall of Famer. He's gonna. He's, he's, hey, Scott, he's I'm with you. I'm with you. At least you know what you're getting, and he's young enough. And thank you for the call. He's young enough to where you know what you're getting. There is no question about will Machado produce. He will produce. Now, typically, it may take a year to get acclimated to New York because we know how tough this town can be. But he is going to produce. Guy's in the prime of his career, just entering the prime of his career. I mean, make it worth it for not spending on Hosmer last offseason. Hosmer or Kane, which I thought were the moves they could have made or should have made. They spent, but they spent on five or six guys. Quantity, not quality. You'd rather have had Hosmer and Arietta or Hosmer and Kane as opposed to Bruce, Frazier, Reyes, Vargas, Swarzak, and so on. The Mets are currently eleven. What is the total? Do you have the total producer mark? Uh, around one hundred and fifty million, as we thought. They are around eleventh in payroll. It's not just about the spending; it's how you spend it. We've said that endless times, and they're in a spot now. Look, where everybody's talking about trading Degrom or Syndergaard to get this thing turned around and rebuild the team. Where really it should be talking about trying to trade for Real Muto, which can happen, and then sign Machado. Now your team is built. Machado, Real Muto, DeGrom, and Syndergaard. Michael in Westchester holding out hope for Michael Conforto. How you doing, Sal? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks for making it. So, listen, everyone keeps talking about a lot of the callers trading Conforto. No way do we trade Conforto. Number one, he's not getting paid any money. He's under contract for a number of years. And the guy is still playing hurt. There's no doubt that after that surgery he had last year that he is not at 100%. Look at the numbers he put up last year in 110 games. 27 home runs, 279. The guy's got, right, 
if anything, you keep him and you get rid of right some other players. I would not trade Conforto. That would be number one. And the other comment I wanted to make is, you know, this, you know, as we know, baseball is a momentum driven sport, right? Most sports are. And winning begets winning and losing begets losing. And we need a spark. And the idea that to bring a spark up, we get rid of Gonzalez and we bring up Dom Smith and Ty Kelly is just be it's, it's beyond me. So uh, I'll leave it at that and uh, look forward to your comments. Yeah, thank you, Michael. I, I appreciate it. Right, Gonzalez, I know he was in a major slump, and I understand why they cut him, and I'm okay with that. But he actually was one of the few Mets who kind of did their job this year, kind of did what was expected of him. Now, he's slow, he's lost a step defensively, and he was in a major funk. I get it. But he did have probably one of the... I didn't look at this. I just know off the top of my head that everybody else is hitting almost 200 or under. He was hitting almost 240, even with the slump. Did have one of the highest batting averages on the team when he was cut. And then you cut him and bring up Dom Smith and Ty Kelly, who at best is the 25th man. And, and that's at best. That's not exactly the move that we're talking about. Right now, your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Mets take on the Nationals July 12th out at City Field. Caller number 25 in honor of the multiple 25th men on the Mets roster. 800-321-0710. You'll be the winner. Purchase tickets at Mets.com slash tickets. We'll come back, finish it up on the phones. We'll get to you guys. Hang in there. All your Mets calls ahead on the Sports Zone. Sal Licata filling in for Pete McCarthy, the voice of New York, 710 WOR. You're in the WOR Sports Zone. And for Pete, here's Sal Licata. Finish up on the phones. Mike in the Bronx, how can you not want the DH in the National League? Baseball is for everybody, pitchers and, and fielders. I was at a game a few years ago when Noah Syndergaard hit a home run. It was the greatest thing. Hmm. How about when Steve Matz, his debut, three hits. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was always great. Bartolo's always homer. A pitcher get a big hit. Let them play. They're hitters, too. Yeah, how often does that happen, though, Mike? Nevertheless, give them a shot. Come on. It's two platoon. It's not football. I like football, too, but come on. Wait, what? Play. You lost me there. What do you, what do you mean it's not football? I don't know what you're talking about, Mike. You lost me. I don't know what he's talking about. Marlon in Long Island, I know what you're talking about. And I don't know. Marlon, who's giving Mickey Calloway a pass? Well, I, I think you had mentioned that the manager. Hey, how you doing, Sal? All right, good. Yeah, you you said that the the manager what uh you said you know this person can go that person, but the manager isn't going anywhere. Well, they just hired him, Marl, and you really think that they're going to fire Mickey Calloway after two and a half months? And this is my question, Sal. So you mean to tell me that you know here we are in June, we we, we have to sit and watch the inevitable possibly for the remainder. I mean, let's just say the team continues to tank. I mean, there's no fault. There's no much farther than the Marlins. I think they played, haven't they played worse than the Marlins? They, over well, the over the last maybe 45 games oh, or 50 games or so. Uh, so, so in, in that comparison, you know, I mean, this team could be in last place. So we just have to, I mean, it's just a question I'm throwing out there. We I'll be, look, I'll watch. be, I'll be honest if with you, Marlon. If I'm the GM. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I would let it go a year and see what happens at the end of the year. I, I don't think you could make as bad as he's been as overmatched as Callaway has been. I don't think you can make that decision. Now you hired the guy for a reason. You got to stick with yeah. it here. But if it goes this bad, historically bad the rest of the way, I would look to reevaluate all my options. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I agree with you with that. It's got to be something that's looked at. Just because you saw him for three years doesn't mean he gets to you know manage out the
the remaining three years. Tom, in Deer Park, you don't care about the manager. Yeah. You just want the team to spend. Tommy, there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah. The thing is, I I don't mind if the team spends. I, I, I'm not really – I don't think – I'm not going to complain about the manager because I was complaining about it. But I would think Conforto leading off wasn't – you might as well let Jose Reyes lead off, who got the winning run on the last time that's won. Well, uh, they got to get Conforto going, Tom. It's either that or send him down to the minors. Uh, Tom, I don't know what he's doing, but clearly he's not paying attention. James in Morristown, you have a question about Callaway today? Not uh, taking Degrom out? Yeah, you let Lugo go eighty-four pitches in Degrom's race, and you're taking him out with uh, before a hundred pitches. Well, he addressed it, saying that they are starting to monitor the um, taxing innings. We got to win some games, huh? We got to win some games. It ain't, it ain't, you know, these games count. I don't know what these guys thinking. But would it have mattered, James? It didn't matter. I mean, they weren't scoring well, it anyway. Turns out. He might not have let up that run. Well, he no. Degrom already had let the one up before, so they could have been down one nothing. But the Mets still didn't score anything. Even if a team scores just one run, you actually need to score a run so where you don't lose the game. And the Mets didn't do that. So Callaway said that Degrom has been, you know, I forget what the exact word, but the grueling innings, uh, in other words, have uh, been taking a toll on Degrom. Or at least he's watching him. The innings that he has to work harder for. They figured it was a good time to get him out of there after just the 85 pitches. wasn't about the pitches, but the amount of hard-working innings that he had to endure. Good job, Producer Mark. Good job, Producer Ray. We will be back with you tomorrow. Stay tuned for The Rewind. Len Berman and Michael Riedel. Full shows coming tomorrow and Friday here in the Sports Zone with me and Pete. Uh, so after the news, enjoy The Rewind. Len Berman and Michael Riedel.